Okay. So I'm excited for this episode. Um, another episode of Strong Roots, Long Branches with the Durag Scholar. Um, I'm very excited for my guest here. This is actually the first person I had envisioned kind of having on here, like that I haven't already met. Like, so this is definitely <laughs> this is definitely a very special one. Um, so this is Kareem of Arise Roots, um, an artist from a reggae band. Um, we're going to jump into things like we're going to talk about a lot of things. We already were talking a little bit off air um, just about like the Latino influence, the Latino reggae scene, mm -hmm. um, how big its influence is over out there, like in California and how big part of that Rise Roots fan base is Latino. So shout out to all my Latino people and shout out to Definitely. Um, an artist Definitely. That I was talking about. I just kept hearing his song two seed me everywhere I went in Central America <laughs> on random boats, little restaurants way out of the way. Like it was just, it was just <laughs> insane. So it's exciting. It's exciting. Definitely. Um, what I kind of want to jump into though. So I want to kind of talk first, like how this, yeah. even, cause this still blows my mind. Like I'm so grateful for this. And like, it's yeah. funny cause it works so in line with like everything I believe in and like everything I'm trying mm -hmm. to like showcase out to the world, you know, especially about like, exploring the unknown giving life a chance to mm -hmm. be good to you and you know allow allowing life to exceed like your expectations yeah and so i was going through instagram one night and it was one of those like you know when you're in bed you're like i need to get my ass to sleep but whatever you're just still scrolling <laughs> or whatever it's like every even... night <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and so i don't even know um i don't even know really what i was e what the post was even about I think it was about Alan Iverson because I remember I yeah. had seen your comment and yeah. you had talked and you said you and your boys almost got into a little thing with AI yeah. and his boys. Yeah. Um, first of all, yeah. you, I, I, I want to know that story. Like, I want to hear you <laughs> speak on that. That's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, I, I, went to, I went to college in Hampton, at Hampton University in Virginia. So uh, mm -hmm. that's, where, uh, that's where Iverson is from. And so we, they, I would see him a lot. Not not a whole lot, like every, you know, I wouldn't see him like every weekend or nothing like that. But I, I had seen him, you know, quite a few times just, you know, here and there around the city or whatnot mm -hmm. in the off season and, and just whatever. And um, even throughout, even from where I worked at the time at, at, uh, at the hotel that I worked at, like he, he would come to the hotel a lot. And, Word. you know, it's it's the I had kind of had mixed feelings about about him uh, just, <laughs> just because I, I was I was a fan. I was a fan of, of of him as far as a basketball player. I thought he was an amazing, absolutely amazing uh, athlete. But then some of the things that I would see, like off camera, some things that I would see, like on a personal tip, is kind of be like, eh. But yeah. and he's kind of a he's kind of a this or he's kind of a that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you know, so my 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 ideas of him were a little different. But so what happens is we we were we were seniors, uh, and uh, we went to to this place. It's kind of like a Dave and Buster's type of place. Okay. Um, for senior week after we was about to, you know, we was about to graduate. So we're chilling at, at the bar. And, um, and so there's back East. I don't know if it's still like this now. I've been in California for so long now, but you can smoke inside, inside the, the, the bars. Um, okay. so where we were sitting, it was me and maybe about three, three or four, uh, of, of, uh, my dudes that was with me. And then it was him and maybe like two or three of his dudes that was with him. So we were sitting like both of our little parties or whatever were sitting like right beside each other at the bar, and so but mind you this this is a um, this is a it's a it's a Hampton event. So even though I'm just kind of I'm there with 
three or four of, of my buddies, I'm still there with everybody that I'm graduated with. So even though I don't, don't know everybody that I went to school with, still I know a bunch of people around around the the, the building, around the room. Yeah. And so, um, and so we we were we were just sitting there, and my buddy pulls out a black and mild, and he lights it up, and he starts to smoke. And so one of AI's friends kind of tapped him on the shoulder and was like, "Hey, uh, would you mind putting that out?" Because my friend is looking at him like, "Put that out! Like, what are you? You're what are you, you talking? Like, it's, it's not a, it's not a, against the the rules. Like, what are you talking about? I, I can smoke if I want to smoke it. That's it's it's, yeah. it's illegal, you know." And so he was like, uh, "He said, what you mean? Can I put that out?" And so he continued to, to light it. And so he was like, "Nah, cause I, I need I need you to put that out because my man uh, Iverson right here does he doesn't like smoke around him." Or something like that. He doesn't like the smell of black and miles around it. Something, something to that effect. Yeah. And so when he said it, like we all started looking, like, what? Like, what, I like seriously? Like, one, <laughs> everybody smokes these things around here. Like, it's not even yeah. just, it's not even just us. Like, it's not with just some random guys trying to, like, nah. It's everybody smoking somewhere around the place. Yeah. And so, and then he was like, but then he was like, but if he feels that way, then let him say it. Like, why are you telling me he's too? He's two seats down from you. So if he wants to tell us that, then let him tell us that. He doesn't have to tell you to tell us that. If we passing messages through a person in between, like this, this is dumb. Like this is yeah. he's right there. If he wants to say something, he just say something to us. Yeah. And so words started started to 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 escalate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so words started to escalate. And right when I feel like it was it was at that point in time where it's like, okay, it's either gonna go, it's either gonna go left and it's about to be a little rumble, or it's gonna be like squashed. And it didn't seem like it's about to be squashed. Yeah. And so we kind of already, you know, we kind of already kind of getting our, ourselves kind of in position and kind of like, you know, kind of getting in the mindset, okay, is, is, is it really going there? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so uh, as it's going there, man, no lie, the weirdest thing happened, man. Right as it was going there, a fight broke out like maybe 15 feet away from us. No. Boom, way. just like that. And, and at that moment, boom, it just like everything just like happened. And so right when everything happened, his guys... And his guys kind of grabbed him up and they went one way and then my guys just kind of dispersed and kind of went you know went another way mm-hmm. um but it, it's just crazy kind of the timing of how it happened like literally right in the, right at the height of that thing it just it just you know it, it went another direction yeah and so i uh and so you know i always tell people that it was the the fight we almost had with uh with alan iverson uh but you know i'm, I'm glad nothing actually happened because now that i'm you know, older and more mature or whatever, like it would have been a fight over something extremely stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So dumb. And that's something that we've, you know, we, I feel like as as, as younger guys uh, easily get ourselves uh, caught up in, in, in the foolishness where something like that would happen now. It's, it's easily a conversation versus trying to handle it with uh, with fists. So, so that's yeah. my Allen Iverson. So that's one of my Allen Iverson stories. I got a few of them, but that's that's yeah. that's the one I'm gonna stick with right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. That's dope, man. Like, and that's so cool. Like, cause I've even heard about that. That like other people who like came up in that era used to say like, it never used to be like a big thing. It was like you would see AI like he'd be out. You see him a lot. Yeah, so you, it was, you like, see him. A lot of people have that feeling of like, yeah, obviously he's this and he's that and everything like that. But there's a certain a personal level where people like you know like i actually got to be around him and see him yeah. or whatever the case may be yeah let me, mo- let me mo- cause mo- a, let me cause a little bit of trouble though and ask you a question all right if that scrap does go down yeah if we're if we're being honest this is years yeah. after yeah you know yeah, I mean? yeah hopefully yeah. you're not you know what i mean throwing anyone under the bus right like right that, right 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 whose squad wins that fight Oh, we, we, we got that. We got that all day. <laughs> we, we got that all day. And, I, and I'm, on, I'm only saying, I'm not saying that because I'm just so big and bad. I'm only saying yeah. that because 
one we already had even in just the two immediate parties we had we had one up on them as far as people and then yeah. we had people all over the place you know what i mean so if, if it yeah. really was gonna if it was really gonna go down so it is it, it, we had people all over the place there's no way yeah. there's no way that, that we were gonna come out of there with uh not you know what i mean not on the uh the, the upper end of that situation so yeah so yeah, yeah. Yeah, lucky, so that's what lucky I for lucky for AI then. Let's say that. <laughs> so, lucky. so lucky for Allen Robinson that he 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 chilled out and lucky that the fight broke out. He's lucky. He's lucky. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting it out for the record. Cream, let your career live on AI. I'm playing with you. If you ever to see this man, like you're a legend. You're a legend. But just know, yeah, you lucky, bro. I just want to let you know, you if you're seeing this right now, you lucky, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope, man. But yeah, I'm mean, with stuff like that. 100, especially being young, you know, and I'm like a few years removed from all of that now. Mm -hmm. um, those situations going on. It, it is what it is. And it honestly, is what it's one it of those things, like, as much as you could, like, talk to younger people and everything like that, like, they got to walk that own journey. They got to walk, man. That's, that. like, that's it doesn't so matter what the OGs true. tell you. It like, doesn't like, matter. Somebody's testing it you or whatever. Matter. You're going to answer yep. one way. You're yep. going to answer one yep. way. It, that, that's, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yep. Yeah. That's how it goes. So yeah, so Most that whole situation, um, and you just like you just like briefly shed light on it, like you just put a couple lines on Instagram. I saw mm. that, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" I almost finding AI. I was like, <laughs> a lot of times there'll be some some fifteen year old kids, and they'll just be talking. I'm like, man, those are usually my cues. I'll get up off social media. I go to this page, somebody will claim some shit, or somebody will like be talking about like KD or saying this and that, and then yeah. I'll go and I'll be like, yeah, man, this. Little, yeah, some little kid. He, he ain't saying nothing. He ain't saying nothing. So I go and then I see your page and I was like, whoa, like, this guy's an artist? Like, this guy's a regular artist or whatever. And so from there I went and I remember checking out Fade Away. Mm. The first time. Normally I wouldn't even, I'd just keep it pushing. Oh, this camera keeps shutting off. I'm going to have to keep doing this every time. Every like 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, no problem. So, no problem. Shuts off. But um, yeah, like normally I wouldn't even really check it out more than that. But I don't know, for whatever reason, I ended up going to your page. Seeing the stuff and then seeing reg, I'm like, all right, let me check this stuff out. You know what I mean? And especially like as I'm coming into like producing my own content and whatnot, I think that put me in a mm -hmm. different space where I'm more, I'm more willing to put in a little bit of work to see like, am I rocking with so and so's content or not type of thing? Whereas before, mm -hmm. I might just blow past or whatever type of thing. Right, right. But especially seeing reggae and knowing how much reggae means to me and everything like that, I went to check it out and Fade Away was the first song I came across and man, like. Swear to God, if I could show you the receipts on Spotify, I'd probably have over seventy plays of that song right now. Like seriously, like that song, like wow, it was power. It was powerful, man. It was wow. powerful, and like wow. reggae is always a very spiritual experience for me. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, especially Likewise. reggae is always a very spiritual yeah. experience. And then to hear what you guys were putting together and everything like that, everything from the lyrics to the melody and everything like that, and it was mm. just. I don't, it just it just caught me at the perfect time, man. It caught me at the wow. Perfect time. And so wow, I had probably listened to that song, and I think I listened to like a handful of others over the course of a few days. And I was just wrapping up my first podcast. Like I had already recorded it, but I was just wrapping up editing mm -hmm. and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And I was teaching myself a whole bunch of stuff. I wanted to put it on YouTube. Um, there's a whole lot of copyright issues nowadays. Like. Yeah, it is. And then there's so yeah. much music, even if you're just using five seconds to. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, right? Because I just. Yeah, it's crazy. Just, music means so much to me, and especially all these conversations we're having also mean a lot. And my mind can very easily, like, 
connect songs and connect lyrics yeah. and like right. It, right i just felt like it would add like another layer to everything mm-hmm. that i'm trying to do even from my own experience mm-hmm. but then for other people and so yeah one of the things i saw on the internet like what people recommended as like a little trend it was like a running joke was like you can mm-hmm. always ask the artist themselves if it's okay and honestly like <laughs> i sat and i thought about it and i'm like i'm always talking about exploring the unknown and this that the other i was like i'm not living up to my own belief system, <laughs> I'm gonna sit here, have seen this dude's Instagram, and not reach out. So, I just initially reached out. I just let you know I was like rocking weird stuff. This and the other. I just asked for permission if I could just include a few seconds or whatever at the end of my video, and I was so happy. Like, back, <laughs> you gave permission. We ended up chopping some things up, and the next thing you know, this situation happened. So I'm eternally yeah. grateful, and it's like, yeah, of course, yeah. These are yeah, stories of course, you can't right? make up, man. Like you those are stories you can't make up. up. Yeah, like is it, I, I would have, I would have never guessed. You know, it's crazy. I don't even know. I, I tried to go back and find that that post with Alan Iverson. I couldn't even find it no more. Like I, I don't even know how to even go back and find what where that post was. It was mm-hmm. late at night for me as well. I don't. I just. I don't know. I don't even know what made me. I don't know. I can't remember what whatever even made me even even type what I typed on on the thing. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy how how things can be connected now and, and you know the power of the internet that, that, that can and even the power of social media that can connect these dots and can connect people and can connect visions and can you know what i mean like it's, it's mm-hmm. an amazing it's an amazing tool it's an amazing mm-hmm. tool when, when used correctly exactly so yeah i'm super grateful for this um so kind of jumping into like now your stuff and your craft and everything like that so you have your band arise roots and whatnot and my first my first question was like Cause I'm always interested in people's like coming up stories and how things happen. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you and your band come together? Did you guys already know each other? Yeah, you guys yeah. seen each other. Like, what's your story there? Gotcha. So for 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 how we came to be, um, we actually found each other on Craigslist. No and way. So yeah, we found each other on Craigslist, and so I remember yeah. I, I went I, I, in in LA. There's a really big um, there's a really big musician community on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. And so um, you can go there and you can, you know, you got people that are looking for drummers over here or a guitar player here for, it can either be for a gig or it could be for like a, you know, a full on band or a project or a certain album or whatever the case is. And so I was going on, on, on Craigslist one day and um, I was, uh, I answered an ad for a band that was looking for a vocalist. And so I answered the ad, I went to, to the little rehearsal they was having, but when I was there, I realized that they, um, they they already had the their the singer already, which kind of threw me off. Mm-hmm. And so they I guess they were looking for a background singer. And so they didn't I didn't they didn't that wasn't listed in the in the uh in the initial advertisement or whatever. So I'm there and stylistically, like it, it wasn't uh we didn't line up completely. Um mm-hmm. uh and so I was just kind of just sitting there just kind of digging the vibe, but at the same time, like, even though it wasn't necessarily my style. The musicianship was was dope, and the, and the you know the, the players that were that were there were, were dope, and they were you know they were on it and they were they were killing it. Mm-hmm. So that vibe was dope. So I was like, okay, man, like this is this is, it definitely gives me even though this might not be the project that I'm gonna end up going with, this definitely gives me the uh, motivation to go out there and really like find you know find some people to, you know to work with. Yeah. So I, le- I left that situation, and um, a couple of weeks later, the the drummer got a hold of me. And he was saying like, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm the drummer from from the band you came out here to to audition with." He said, um, "You know, the, the singer told me that that, that you that you kind of passed on on this project." He said, "But like, I'm really digging 
like I'm really digging your voice. I'm really digging like what you have, you know, what you seem to have going on. Like, you know, maybe me and you can go and find some other guys and then we could just do like more of a roots type thing versus what they were doing with this project. And so yeah. I was like, yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. I'm, I'm all down for that. And so um, he, he, another guy answered the ad. So he, he put an ad out there for some guys that, that were trying to, to, to link and start jamming on some roots reggae music. And a couple of ads came in. I mean, a couple of people came came through, and one guy had, uh, knew another guy from kind of in passing, and then another guy answered the ad, and uh, we all decided to meet up at the drummer's house for uh, for a jam session. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that original jam session that we had with the with the guys who answered the the ad, um, those are pretty much the exact same guys that are in the band now. Like it's been going for from from that first jam session in, in the living room. Uh, we kind of we kind of all kind of saw that okay there, there might be something here like there might be some there might be something here like we don't we don't we, yeah. we just kind of just jamming on random stuff and and maybe if somebody knows a cover or something we you know try to play a little Bob cover here or Burning Spear cover there or whatever the case yeah. is but it, it wasn't like uh, no one came with like this is what we're gonna do now and this is what we're gonna do and this is how we're gonna do this and it wasn't like that it was very just uh, just a jam just just let's just like just just see each other meet each other first and see you know kind of see what happens. So from there, the uh, that that jam led to the next jam, led to the next jam, and then we uh, we were without uh, a guitarist, a, a, a lead guitarist, um, and so we decided to. I'm sorry, we were without a guitarist at all at that point. So we decided okay. to audition um, a guitar player, and um, the guy that we auditioned, um, I didn't know at the time, but he was he was a guy that had played guitar with a lot of. Um, a lot of like backing bands for a lot of the, the, the legends coming from Jamaica when they would come through LA. And oh, so yeah. um, like from, from the, from the, from the old school, like ska scene to the old school, uh, early rock steady scene to um, uh, even, even to the root scene, but mo- mostly the ska and rock steady scene. Uh, he, he would play with a lot of these guys. So many, so many uh, legends coming from, from Jamaica from the sixties and seventies. Mm-hmm. And so um, he had had some issues going on with, with some stuff that, that he was dealing with. He was just kind of coming back into music. And so oh, okay. that's how we kind of got him right when he was kind of coming back to music. Cause he, he truthfully, I feel like he, he was kind of uh, like above where we were at the time. Yeah. Like we we yeah. were, you know, a bunch of nobodies just, just jamming. And he just got to play with all kind of, you know, had all played with all kind of people, mm-hmm. but he was just, you know, kind of getting his feet wet back, you know, with, with music and, um, and so, you know, he was like, you know, what, let, let, I'll give it a try, you know. And so mm-hmm. we, we to that same five guys, uh, like I said, are the same, um, pretty much the same guys that, that are there now. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, one 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 jam session led to the next jam session, led to the next rehearsal, led to the next rehearsal. And then we ended up uh, somebody asked if we wanted to, to do a show. Ugh, man, I was, I was scared out of my mind to do a show. For Our real? first show was, oh, my gosh, it was maybe only about. Uh, it definitely wasn't a year. Maybe about six months after we had gotten together, I think we yeah. did our first show or somewhere around there. Yeah, and I remember being so I remember being so terrified and and, and wondering like, how am I going to remember all the words to these songs and how am I going to yeah. remember all these different things and how am I going to to the point where I was thinking like maybe I should have like a like a like a podium or something on the stage with all the lyrics and all the things <laughs> the like lyrics and everything everything you know what I mean no, all I'm the gonna just through this page the, real I'm quick I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, just, <laughs> I'm just Boom, 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 flip, you know, boom, boom, yeah. boom, flip, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I'm, and so I, uh, thank God my wife talked me out of that because I would have been terrible. Yeah. But, um, so I ended up not not doing that and just kind of just going <laughs> for it and just being like, hey, you know, whatever happens, you know, whatever, whatever happens, happens. 
win or lose, here we go. Yeah. And so from that that first show, you know, led to the next show, led to the next show, led to the first little EP that we recorded. Then that led to the next uh, album and then the, led to tours and then led to more albums and more tours and uh, going out the country. And like, just, it's, it just, it just kept growing. It just kept mm-hmm. growing from there. And it's, it's amazing that, that for something that started with so, uh, so small and so uneventful and so, um, it, it was nothing. It, it was literally nothing when we first started. There was nothing. We didn't have any backing. We didn't have any managers. We didn't have any like n- money, nothing. It was just straight yeah. like us putting our money into it and us like just putting our, our, our blood, sweat and tears into the thing. Yeah. And, uh, and, and literally it just, it just, it just grew, it just grew from there. That's amazing. So like, even at this point, like as you're going on Craigslist, are you even thinking for yourself, you're trying to make a music career or is it this just like, I just love it and I would like, to, you know what I mean? Like, what, like yeah, what's your no, thought it, process it was, at that it was, point? It was strictly for the love. It yeah. was strictly for the, for the love and, and to be able to get that, to, to just to have the outlet, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, my uh, my dad is a, uh, my dad is a regular artist um, from Jamaica. And so he, he wow. moved to the States back in the seventies to do music. Mm-hmm. And um, so for me, music has always been, it's always been a love. It's always been a passion. It's always been, I feel like, like a part of me, like in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just what, you know, where I, where I grew up, there was never a, um, there was no local reggae live scene. You know what I mean? There yeah. was no scene that you can go to and go, go hear guys playing reggae music. It just, it didn't exist. Yeah. If, if there was like some big, huge artist like a Ziggy or somebody coming through yeah. or coming, you know, coming to the big city nearby, then maybe you can go see that. But as far as like, uh, like you can go this weekend and go go find a, a local reggae band to go see, nah, it just it didn't exist. You know what yeah. I mean? And so it wasn't until I moved out to California and realized that they had a musician scene and it realized they had even a reggae scene that was already kind of established and kind of going. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what made me be like, wait a minute, there's a there's a there's actual like there's a local scene here. Like, wait a minute, I, if if, mm-hmm. if these guys can do it, man, I I can do this. And that's what made me initially even go out to even look for the guys on Craigslist was was that was seeing that there was a scene here. And so when we when we put the band together, we didn't necessarily have I definitely didn't see albums down the line. You know what I mean? I definitely didn't see national tours down the line. I didn't see mm-hmm. our music being sold around the world down the line. I, I didn't really see mm-hmm. those things. It was really just the love of the music because I, you know, I had it in me and I felt like if I didn't get it out, I felt like I there, there was like uh, almost like a piece of me dying inside without getting yeah. that outlet out. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. And so I feel it, you, man. yeah. And so it definitely wasn't for I didn't I didn't see any I didn't see any any money in it. I didn't see any uh, fame or fortune in it. It was literally like I gotta get, I gotta find an outlet. I gotta find some way to make this to to have this music thing be a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once, like I said, once the once the evolution of the band, you know, continued to happen, it, it was, I was kind of just, uh, just, just along for the ride. Like, wow, just, you know, I prayed about it before I even found the guy. I remember praying about it and like, God, like, you know, I know, I know this, this, this love that I have in, in this, uh, I've never really considered myself a, a talented person when it comes to music, but for whatever talent that I might have, like, I was like, you know, I know I didn't, I didn't create it in myself. You know what I mean? And so if, if you bless me with any of these skills and any of these talents, like, and and you bless me with the love and the passion for it. Like make there be a way that, that this can can happen somehow. I don't know how. I don't know yeah. where. I don't know what, what. You know. I don't even know how to even look. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if there's a way, like make it happen. And sure enough, like I said, the first group of guys that I, that I that I linked with, um, yeah. you know, that project with is the same group of guys that we're you know that we're now about to start recording our fourth album with. 
And so um, it's just it's just uh, it's just amazing. Like I, I definitely feel like like it's been a huge blessing. Uh, this whole the whole process, mm-hmm. the whole process. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. A, that, that's incredible, man. And like I love hearing these type of stories because this is even like what I'm trying to even do like with my own self, like with my blog, with my podcast, and everything like that. And it's like these are the things I've seen other people who've like reached those like heights of success and everything like that you know what i mean where i saw they're coming up and i seen that you know a lot of times right. it's a similar story and like yeah these are the things i'm really trying to push out to the world because so many people yeah. like reject themselves for a mm-hmm. million and one reasons because mm-hmm. they think you know your situation was different you've been doing this right you, know I mean? you had all your guys right. they probably came up right. together like look how close right. they are this that the other right. like you know, right. we put so many assumptions out there to reject our own pursuits of whatever mm-hmm. it is. You know, name every day, like, every all day, the time, right? And like, even even for you to go out and be, and I guess it's an established thing out there, but still, like, for you to go out on Craigslist to be right. by yourself, to be a vocalist, and be like, well, let me see what happens. Like, let me see what comes out from this. And like, in your situation, like, things came out such a blessing that it seems like you didn't even have to. It seems like you even come across people that are like, okay, nah, I gotta cut him. Like, I got like, right, you know what I mean, right, things came right, out organically and right. whatnot. But it's like, even if it didn't, though, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, shout out to you for like have making that pursuit. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, that's something I want. Like, everybody, like when you're hearing all of this, like, look past like the people talking. Look past like the stories themselves. Like, think about the actual essence. Like, think about the actual essence of everything. Like, I talk about, I write about the people that I have coming on here and sharing their stories. It's like. You don't need things to be like a perfect picture, you know what I mean? And yeah. you also yeah. have no fucking idea what the world has out there for you. Like, there's no right. idea you could have went on Christmas yeah, no and way. been like, "Yo, yeah, I'm no about way. to be." There's no way. Never. No way. Never. 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 You, you can't. You can't wait. You can't wait for the perfect opportunity to come, because the perfect opportunity doesn't. It doesn't come like that. It doesn't look like a perfect opportunity where everything is set up and everything is just. You just walk you know freely right into it and there's no like nah it's, it's never it's never like that it, it's it's yeah. it's you have to make something happen in, in so many cases uh but that's where you know a lot of the 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 you know you, you it starts with just getting over over yourself first i think with anybody i think every person is their own biggest critic and their own biggest like hurdle that you have to get over is, is just yourself first and you know you getting out of your own way uh because even for me like i i I'd never i never sang in a band before you know i I'd, I'd yeah. never sang in front of people well, before so- so wait, hold on. So before you get into this band, I kind of cut you off of that last part. You're saying mm. you didn't even sing before? Nah, I never wrote a song before. Never. So you're never telling wrote... me you went on Craigslist. You're like, okay, yo, I love music. This is something I want to do. But you didn't even have, you didn't even have like the little I demo had sessions nothing. I didn't have like, no bro. demos. I didn't have no book full of songs that I had written. I didn't have no, I didn't have no book full of ideas. Nothing, no song yeah. titles, no song themes, no nothing. I'm talking that. about absolutely nothing. I had nothing. As a matter of fact, yeah. like I've, I've never, I've, I've always been, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a shy person when it comes to talking with somebody one on one. But as far as like, like public speaking and like public things, like I, I was never, man. I, oh my gosh, I had the hardest time in the world. I had a public, uh, I had a speech class in, in college and man, having to get up in front of the class and speak to the rest of the, like give a speech. Oh my gosh. Like it, I, 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 my, I start itching, even thinking about it. Like I, I've, <laughs> I've never been 
been the type that can get in front of a, a bunch of people and, and speak. And even now, like even mm-hmm. even when we're on stage now, I feel like if the music stops and I got to start speaking to people, yeah. it's like, it's completely different. Like, oh, shoot, like, what do I, I don't even know what to say. Like, it's, yeah. it's it, some of those fears keep coming back. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's I'm saying all that to say that I didn't have any of those those uh, those natural things already there, like a, a natural songwriter to the point where I'm songs are just flowing out of me every day and I just writing everything writing stuff down I just got mm-hmm. books and books full of poems and full of ideas like that I didn't have that I didn't have that aspect of it I didn't have the yeah. the public uh the public speaking and being in front of people and being up I didn't have that aspect of it mm-hmm. uh I stutter sometimes even when, when I speak and so even the 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 speech part of it I didn't even have that part of it you know what I mean yeah. so the only thing that I had the only thing that I had that I knew that I had was the passion for the music and the love for the music like those yeah. two things were for me to were to you know for me were completely just 100 percent undeniable all the rest of the stuff like the skills and the things like that, that i didn't have none of that stuff to begin with yeah so all that stuff had to be like had to be learned it was a learning process as i'm doing this thing and learning you know uh learning how to hold a microphone learning to even even the microphone situation was 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 tough like for the first i don't even know how many months for for a long time of us uh playing i would sing with with my mic stand right here and i wouldn't move from behind this mic stand it was like my security blanket like it was like a Damn. crutch like i would not i would not move from this mic yeah and i remember one time we had a show downtown la and some man this was a hole in the wall place like <laughs> this place was the a, best man <laughs> oh my gosh this place was a hole in the wall like where yeah. are we we didn't yeah. even want to unload our, our gear outside it was so rough outside it was like man where are we but I was in the middle of a song and I had my mic and I'm doing my thing and the, the mic stand snapped in half in the middle of a song. Yeah. And so I remember thinking like in my mom, my mom was going crazy. Like, man, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to, you're going to, what you going to do now? You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do you're, now? You're, you're still hitting the lyrics. I'm still, I'm still singing, but I'm, yeah. my mind is going like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. And so uh, I remember I put the mic, I put the mic stand, like I kind of, it was kind of folding and kind of breaking. And so I kind of put it down to the side. There was there was there wasn't a whole lot of people there at, at, at the show, so I was able to put the mic stand like right in front of the stage. <laughs> it's probably the worst place, probably the worst place in the world to put it, but I, yeah. I didn't really know any better. So I put yeah. it right there, and um, so that made me now hold the mic and kind of like move around. So now my little my little like two foot bubble range now became like four feet, and then. From the next show, it now became like six feet, and then from the next show, then then now, man, I'm all over the stage when when I yeah. like I I'm all over the stage, and so again, it it just it wasn't one of those things or one of those skills that I naturally had bringing to the table. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, the thought of doing that terrified me at one point, and so yeah. to to be at, at this point now where you know I've 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 rocked stages in front of literally like droves of thousands, and that doesn't bother me now, like the. It, it's it's um it's crazy. I I didn't I didn't see those things when we first started. You know, I, yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't even really even fully know that that was even out there for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I I I didn't know. You know, I just, I didn't I didn't know. I don't think any of us knew. None yeah. of us knew. And that yeah. and that's beautiful, man. Like I honestly like as you're speaking and saying all this stuff, like it fills my heart because it honestly feels like you know God made sure I seen your comment because like mm-hmm. I couldn't have picked a better person to come up here you know what i mean and like that's great because even for me i even remember consciously thinking like before doing this podcast here today 
Like I remember I'd watch a couple of videos of you performing and I was blown away like by your confidence. <laughs> it's just like, man, you're just like in your element. And then I remember I had watched actually, I guess you had done like an interview with somebody like on the stage and everything like that as well. And even that, they're all just like, man, like you're bringing the music, but you also articulate yourself so well. Like this dude's giving questions. You're giving out even better answers and everything like that. And like, I was just taking note of all those things. And then to hear you come here and then be able to say all of that, like, that's not how shit started for you. And it's like, it's amazing because that's honestly like all the experiences that I have with myself, with whatever, you mm. know, coming up, mm. playing basketball and everything like that, competing. Like, I wasn't one of those guys that was like hooping from the jump or was naturally talented mm. or whatever the case may be. Now doing my thing, like even like with school and whatnot, I was a terrible student in high school. Shout out to all my port credit people. Y'all know, y'all know you can find me in the hallways. You can catch me falling asleep in class or I'm skipping to hit the weight room to go harder for ball or whatever the case may be. Like I was not a good student. And then it's now like I'm a few months away from graduating with like honors and everything like that. You know what I mean? Oh, that's like, dope. Distinction. Like, that's dope. That's dope. It's amazing, but this isn't. These are all the things that my story didn't start this way. Like I speak Spanish now and I went backpacking, traveling, all that. I mm. took Spanish because of my inability to have another language. Like we have to know French out here. I can't tell you a word of French, man. I can't mm. tell you a word of French. And then I just said, fuck it. I came to university and I said, you know what? I got to pay for courses anyways. You know what I mean? Like, let me see if I can like pick up the Spanish thing. And I had no idea I was going to go through and end up excelling. And I didn't know I was going to end up backpacking and then being able to like wow. walk to another part of the world with it and like wow so as wow. all this stuff kind of like comes together mm -hmm. for me and i'm like it's it's not about me like bra like um bragging about my story by any means but it's like i i just been shocking myself through all these years mm -hmm. from a little kid to now i've been shocking myself in so many things and then it's like then it's funny because people will see me and have this like impression of me an impression of how i've been this way and this that the other and it's like crazy because it couldn't be further from the truth and then this is what i'm trying to do now is like pushing it out there for people like you actually don't know what you can become like you have no idea so true what you can become. so true you know what experiences will completely change your life direction change yeah. your abilities change you know you could have no passion yesterday you know what i mean no energy mm -hmm. no this no inspiration no whatever and things can 180 on you yeah. just like that. You know what I yeah. mean? Just like that things yeah. can 180 on you. So Yeah. yeah. So true. Mm -hmm. So true, man. So true. So mm -hmm. true. Um, so another thing, so before we go on, there's definitely some other things I definitely want to talk about, like the cultural aspect of reggae and everything yeah. in the American scene. But before anything, like what are your favorite Maybe I was gonna say three, but maybe five will make it easier. You let me know. Mm -hmm. but we'll start. Okay. With, we'll start with three. What's your favorite three songs off your latest album? Uh, favorite songs. It's it's not that hard for me. One is Here I Am. Mm. Um, another Huge one song. is uh, Follow the Leader. Yeah. And um, I I really love the. Uh, it's not a full on song, but I really love the intro colors. Those, those those three are probably my three my three favorites mm -hmm. uh if i had to put a four and a five it would definitely be um uh if you let me is is one that i really dig a lot and um uh lions in the jungle would be would be my other one yeah 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 those songs are dope man all those songs are dope um for me colors is 
that's when I really came to just over the course of like the past few days and whatnot. But mm-hmm. that it's an emotional ride, man. It's like it's power. It's not even a full song, but it it's more captivating than many songs, right? And like mm-hmm. that's a song that came to me later and everything. But Colors is awesome. Um, all those songs like Here I Am was like that's another. As I'm starting to get older, more mature, mm-hmm. you know, like I wasn't very emotional for God coming up and everything like that just right, yeah, roughness yeah. and coldness and yada yada uh, yeah, like walking yeah, away from yeah. all that stuff right yeah, away, yeah like yeah they hear yeah. like the power of like your emotions in a song like that you know what I mean and like mm. you're definitely coming from a place of like way more maturity and way more steps along that path and along that journey but like mm. hearing that man is like in, in, a, in a way it's almost like guidance you know what I mean because that's ultimately mm. stepping mm. towards the end goal to like the full evolution of of the right. journey of being a man, you know what I mean? Right. It's like right. it has to involve that capacity to like really love and like be right. there for somebody and everything. Right. Like those are like right. To, right. To be honest, I can speak for me. I guess everybody has a different path and whatnot. But for me, I would say that's in in a sense that's like the most challenging thing. You mm-hmm. know, like the grid and the grind and hustling with this and hustling with that. Like those are the things that I don't know have kind of come more naturally for me. But like. That one's a lot more conscious effort and lessons mm-hmm. and learning and making mistakes and bouncing back. So here I am. It's a powerful mm-hmm. one, man. It's a powerful mm-hmm. one. That's what's up, man. Yeah, that yeah. that 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 uh that one was uh it's crazy even how, how that song, I don't know if you if you if you were saw anything that I posted recently about that song, but but that song in particular, we um we recorded it, had a whole song recorded and done and uh took it home for a couple of weeks and I just I didn't like the song. I didn't like the song at all. Yeah. It, it, it was it wasn't here. I am. It was a different song. Uh, completely. When I say completely different style, completely different feel. Everything about the song was completely different. Okay. And so we scratched everything. We 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 kind of put take took everything off the song and put it to the side. And we just had the drum track. And so the, I took the drum track home and, and listened to it for for a couple of days. And we had a studio session coming up where we, we were going to record another our last group of songs. Mm-hmm. And so this other song that that, that we had, had now kind of not we're not really into, we were just gonna scrap that song all together and just say, okay, we're just gonna go with 13 now instead of 14 or whatever, or 14 instead of 15 or whatever the case is. Yeah. We we're going to the studio the, the next day, and so I took that drum track home and I was like, man, I, I, the drums are good, so I I don't want to let I don't want to let it go. And so I, I went and grabbed my keyboard, and so I'm playing to the drums, playing, listen to trying to get some different ideas and, I, and these these chords that I hit. Uh, I was feeling it, and literally after after hearing the chords come together, the whole the whole song just came within like twenty minutes. The whole thing, and so I called the guy, I called one of my guys, like like, hey, I know we we only paid for this much time for the studio, but I think if we can squeeze in one more song, I think this one's gonna be a good one. Yeah. And the, the one of the guys in the band who kind of handles all the financials, I was like, no, we don't have time for it. No, it's not gonna work. Uh, yeah. we, we could, we, if, if we wanted to put another song, we should have did this like weeks ago. Like, there's no way it can work. And I'm like, well, look, I said, we already got the drums. The drums are already mixed in. They're already like, they're already, the engineer already got the drums exactly like they, and the drums take a lot of time when, when you're doing engineering. So I said, the drums are already done. So all true for this, as long as everybody just goes and, and, and writes a part to it, like tonight, then tomorrow when you come to the studio, just lay your part down. It's not going to be, it shouldn't be that much, that much extra time. Yeah, and so he was. He was like, uh, well, I don't know if we're gonna have time. You know how things go in the studio. Things are supposed to take an hour, take three hours, and yada. I'm like, yeah, I get all that. I said, but yeah. I got a good feeling about this song. Like, I, I, I really think that this song, you know, that it, it should, it should make it to, to the album. 
Mm-hmm. And so sure enough, we got there and it, it, it came together, you know, it came together in, in the in the studio. And then we were, we were blessed to be able to then go shoot the video for that song uh, when we were on tour in Hawaii. Um, and so, and it, everything just kind of, everything just kind of worked. Everything worked to make that song to come together. And then even with that, like that was one of our, our fastest growing songs on YouTube that we've had so far, as far as speed. Yeah, uh, I think it, 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 it hit, it hit half a million within the first, uh, I can't remember how, how many months it was that, that maybe in the first like six, seven months or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it was, it's crazy. I like, just seeing how well it did and how, um, you know, just how, how well the, the song did and how, it, you know, I had so many people coming to me since we released the album telling me that that, that one song is, is the absolute favorite in the album and, and whatnot. Yeah. And so, it's crazy. Like it was, it was, it was this close to not even, to not even being, you know, like not even, not even making it to the album, just being a song period. Like if we had yeah. to strip this, the other stuff away and then, you know, if that idea hadn't come right then and there, it just wouldn't have been a song at all. Yeah. And so it's crazy how, how little things like that, like when you get a, when you get a feeling about something or you get a hunch about something like, you know, it, it's, it's go with it. Don't, don't, don't fight yourself on something like that. When you feel, when something on your side is telling you like, nah, this, this is, I should do this, then, then do it. Yeah. Do it. I think, I think that's the part, like I'm not an artist, but definitely, you know, like hearing and talking to other people and like what I've heard about is a hundred cent, like you've got to go with your spirit. And like a lot of times, like those, for whatever reason, it just ends up being a lot of times those are the songs that end up those are the ones being the yep. biggest and being the most popular. There's actually a recent example. I can't remember off the top right now, but, I literally remember it was like a well-established. I can't remember. It was Jay Z PSA like public mm. service announcement mm. was a mm. song exactly like that. I remember watching the video like recently, and I guess what had happened. I forget who produced the beat. I think it was like Just Blaze or whatever. But Just Blaze mm-hmm. is in the story, and he's like, he gives Jay Z this beat. the The album's already like finished and whatnot. He's literally doing like press recordings mm. or whatever. Like he's like, I don't know exactly how it works, but I guess he's like pitching the album to the press mm. or just like performing it to the press and whatnot. And apparently Jay-Z's literally taking this beat he has in his head. And as he's performing these songs to the press, he's literally coming up with the lyrics because that's how much he was rocking with everything. And like, it's it's definitely behind schedule. Like he literally had to perform at Madison Square Garden. Like, I think it was like 10 days or like 12 days after and whatnot. But Jay-Z was persistent. Wow. He was insisting wow. like, nah, like, I'm doing it's this song happen. regardless. Yeah, it's it's yeah man, it's, it's, it's amazing like how that 12 happens. Twelve days after coming up with the lyrics on the spot, and that's that's one of his most iconic songs. You know what I mean? Wow, like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I def- I'll definitely include include the link for that um video. I'm yeah, sure please, please yeah, please, it. yeah, please do so I can see it too. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's that's crazy. crazy. I just came across this like within the past like week or two weeks or something like that. So, yeah, wow, that's huge, man. Wow, that's huge. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So one one of our initial let me get this water in real quick. I need to figure out I need yeah, as I get better as a podcaster, I need to figure out how to be conversational and get my water intake at the same time without <laughs> I had my aunt shout out Marsha. My aunt was getting at me because my last podcast, she's like, Why you keep drinking water while the woman's talking to you? Like <laughs> You gotta stay hydrated. Gotta stay hydrated. You guys don't want to hear my hydrated. voice, dehydrated voice. That won't be a vibe. Man, you gotta, you gotta stay hydrated. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So one of our initial conversations um that had led up to this podcast or whatnot, um, you had felt good like I reached out to you and whatnot, and you felt especially mm. good to see like a black man enjoying the reggae and whatnot, and you kind of talked about your perspective, um, especially from the fan side, like a lot of times like it's largely like white fans, and mm-hmm. I found from my experience like especially in the American get into American reggae scene and whatnot. I think really the only exception I really have um, is probably, I think they're called a groundation. Like, so the reggae I primarily listen to is mm-hmm. always been black Caribbean, primarily Jamaican mm-hmm. reggae. You know what I mean? I listen mm-hmm. to a lot of stuff from way back in the days and whatnot. Um, and getting into American reggae scene, man, I heard some powerful music and I come and I look in the people up and when I was shocked to find like a lot of these guys were white. And that yeah. was something like I had never, I didn't even know at all. Like that was the thing <laughs> at all. And then you kind of talked about it from the fandom side and I'm seeing. So yeah. there's definitely, and we talked about the Latino yeah. community is also huge into the reggae scene as well. Um, but specifically like, specifically, like, what do you think it is? Like, why do you think there's so much other people in the reggae mm-hmm. scene and not as much and I don't know, like maybe my perception just isn't there. Maybe I don't know the right bands, mm-hmm. the right groups. But yeah, yeah. Reggae for me was always a predominantly like it was a black genre, and then where right. it's at now, modernly, it's not. So how come you think right. that is? Like, <clears throat> I think it's a few things. One, um, I believe that the the rap hip hop scene has such a stronghold on the black community that it's hard for anything else to, to really like squeeze out anything with, with some real numbers. You have yeah. your, your, you have your, your fringe groups here and there, and you have your, you know, people who, who like to, to, you know, dabble in other things and, um, and whatnot. But for the most part, the, the, the rap hip hop R and B's, you know, scene, um, ha, you know, it's completely has the, uh, it's, 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 there's no, there's nothing even close that with, with, with the black community and especially especially when it comes to the younger demographic of yeah. the black community you know what i mean with the you know the older crowd you you have you know you have more of an appreciation for you know for other things and for uh, like say jazz or uh, even say gospel or um, you know even, even rock you know what i mean mm-hmm. for to, to some degree but um you know anything i feel like anything under anything under 40 is like man that is, is either rap hip-hop or r&b like that's 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 it like it, yeah. it has a, it's got it. and you know and I, I can't you know i can't knock it you know what i mean it's it's yeah. it's, it's you know i, I grew up in, in the 90s you know what i mean and so for me like the hip-hop in the 90s was like that was everything to me you know what i mean like yeah. that you know that it, it was everything to me even looking at, at at your wall in the back from the from the mf doom to yeah. The uh to the common album like Water for Chocolate, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. Oh, you can rec- Oh, yeah, the, you can recognize the Black Star. it. Oh, dude, yeah, I, you an OG there, for sure. Man, there's so much back there that that is literally on my top list ever. That Mama's Gun from Erica Badu is on one of yes, my top sir. lists ever. You know, like Water for yeah. Chocolate, the Black Star album, but some of my top albums of any genre ever. You know what I mean? That's an original. Oh, Black dude. It, oh, dude, man, you know that's how much that oh, meant to me to find an original in person. Dude, that's yeah, that's 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 dope. I I, I, I as soon as I, as soon as I the camera cut on I, I saw it immediately yeah like i, I remember yeah oh yeah see, see all, yeah all, the, those, all, all of that from from, yeah. from the uh from the talib quality with the reflection eternal and the 
Man, so so many, so many of the, of, the, of, the, of those things are are like my personal personal favorites. Uh, to the the kind of the kind of blue album that's I got that in, beside me right now. You know what I mean? The yeah. that like Water for Chocolate is the only CD that I have in my car right now is like Water for Chocolate. You know what I mean? That's like it's, so some of these things are are you know I I so when it comes to the hip hop thing I I get it like I get how strong it is because I'm I'm a hip hop head myself. Yeah. But at the same time. I also have, being that my father was a musician, like I have other things that I've been exposed to that, you know, from an early age that really kind of kept my, uh, you know, kind of kept my um, attention in not just one area. And so when it comes to, to the black community, like I feel like there could be a lot more exposure uh, that could take place in, in the black community, especially with, with, um, with, the, young, with the younger demographic, like, you know, it's 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 just not um it's just not a part of of, of the equation, you know. Yeah. And when I see other and then even when it comes to actual like bands and musicianship, you know, and, and playing instruments like outside of the, outside of church, like I don't really see a lot of blacks, young black guys playing or young blacks period playing instruments outside of the church. Yeah. Now, you know, the, it it's they just. Now to, you kind of kind of compare that to a lot of my white friends that even when I was in high school and even middle school, like having these little garage bands that they they, they used to, to to be in, it's like it it was it was easy. Like that was it was uh it was uh it was it was it was easy for them to to not have to feel any kind of uh to not be cool to be in a rock band or what like not nah, that it was complete opposite. It was like oh you, you're in a rock band oh you, you're the That's coolest one in the, in the class. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so it, it just that so that that cultural dynamic is different, you know what I mean. And so now when it comes to a reggae scene or a, a local, um, you know, a, a reggae market and a scene where you have these bands that's, that's band dominated, and even that that's a difference between. Uh, I feel like that's a, that's historically been a big bigger a big difference between like East Coast reggae and West Coast reggae, where East Coast is definitely has, and from my experience has always been very um, like solo artist and DJ oriented. Like the okay. Beanie Mans and like the Sizzlers and like the mm. the Capletons, you name it. Versus like on the West Coast, like the band thing is really big on 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 the West Coast. And I think that's why uh, California is kind of like the mecca of the American reggae scene because so many bands are being uh, birthed out of out of the you know out of California. Yeah. Uh, but that transition now from uh, a person who you know grew up playing in a band or whatever now to just learn how to play reggae and switch over to now playing in a reggae band it's a lot it's it's easy transition is very easy it's a natural transition versus coming from jay-z and then now like wait a minute now i'm about to be in this band type thing like i'm like i so it's 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 just it's different and so Mm -hmm. what what i've seen is that a lot of blacks that i see come to shows and a lot of blacks that might hit me up on on the uh you know on the internet or whatever they'll they'll say like man i never really listened to reggae but i'm digging like i'm digging it I never really listened to it before. Yeah. And I never really so listened. You know so I mean? you're breaking earth with a lot of people. Like for yeah. a lot of people, you're one of the first times that they're listening yeah. to reggae. That's yeah. dope, man. But it's so crazy to me because when I even when I first started the band out here, and uh, you know, I would tell people back east, uh, tell my friends like, oh, you know, I'm 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 getting I'm in this reggae band now, yada yada yada. And I tell them, yeah, you know, uh, we got two white guys and three Latinos, and they be like, what? Like how? <laughs> like what? And I was like, and yeah. they, so they always are so surprised. But then I ask them, I say, listen, when's the last time you went to a live reggae show? And they'd be like, oh, well, I've never been to one. I say, well, that's like, that's that's it. Like, you're, you're surprised 
but you've never been involved in the live reggae scene anywhere. So like you're you're kind of answering your own su surprise right now because like you you're you haven't put yourself in that world to 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 be a part of it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um and so like what that does is it just it 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 leaves uh it just leaves the 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 door open for everybody else other than blacks to now kind of fill up this scene. And I'm seeing that 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 that's what's um, that that's what's happening, and um, you know I I in a perfect world I wish I could uh, kind of just wave a magic wand and and have more blacks be a part of the scene, but you know ho hopefully they'll, they'll they'll come sooner or later. But as yeah. far as like actual like real numbers like that, I think may as as long as we've been playing uh, when it comes to shows, whether it's uh, whether it's a venue of ten people or whether it's a venue of uh, 2000 people i think usually it's about maybe maybe one to five percent black um no matter no matter no matter what you know um yeah it's usually about one to five percent it's no never where, no matter even no, where you go mm -hmm. type of dance the numbers we played all we played all over the country we played yeah. from, from we played new orleans we played atlanta we played uh florida south florida we played yeah. uh, south carolina we played the south which is you know historically been very black, black yeah. uh but still it, it, we've never been to a place where it's even been close to half and half yeah like, and yeah. that's 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 out of 10 years of playing that's crazy and like mm -hmm. it kind of does make sense because even for me like as much as i listen to reggae a lot um, and obviously you can see by like my vinyl and whatnot, hip hop runs deep in me. It's definitely of course. the first genre that ever attracted me. And it, it is the dominant genre now that I still listen to and whatnot. Um, but yeah, like rap, hip hop, R&B, all those genres have such a foothold, like with black mm -hmm. people, especially yeah. like the younger ones. Right. Yeah. And honestly, it, it's kind of one of those things. Like, honestly, you feel like having somebody like you, as like a lead vocalist of a reggae band is huge, you know, and you may not even see the fruits of all your labor in terms of what it's doing, mm. but like, like black people need to see other black people a lot of times to be attracted. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah. And yeah. So it, I can definitely see, you know, even if you're a given black guy out in the Cali scene, right. Mm. And you're exposed to it more than say me out being out in Toronto and everything like that. You know, if you're seeing that space largely dominated by like white and Latino people, like you just kind of you can kind of build up a sense of that's not for us, like that's for them type of thing. It's like hockey, you know what mm. I mean? Like, yeah, ain't no yeah. black guys out here. Like things are slowly <laughs> starting to change, but like slowly, J it's like very, very, it's slowly, very but, slow. Like, yeah, black guys, and there's a hockey's a, a hard example because there's a lot of reasons why I don't see black people in hockey, but like. One of the reasons is you don't see black people in hockey because you don't see black people in hockey. Like it's literally <laughs> that that's definitely a part yeah. of it, right? Yeah. And so yeah. I definitely like I was gonna ask you your opinion, but I kind of feel like it's natural for me to jump into mine, like how I feel about it. Cause like when I kind of came to that realization, initially there might have been like a split second of like, hold up, like this is supposed to be ours or like we're the ones that birthed this, this, that, the other, whatever the case may be. But truthfully, and like you, well, I mean, you being in a band kind of shows like your opinion even, but like, I'm, I'm just grateful for the fact that first of all, reggae's had its influence to plant seeds in other cultures and other people to the point where yeah. they're now looking to carry that torch. And, 
Yeah. No, on, honestly, like the whole essence of reggae, like the whole culture of it, the essence of everything about it, a lot of it is honestly like love and acceptance, acceptance of yourself, acceptance of the other, acceptance of the struggle, you know what I mean? All that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. And like, so I'm I'm honestly happy that it, it's been resonating with people from other cultures and that they're extending its legacy on. And definitely yeah, I would love to see a lot more black artists. And I love exposing my friends and, you know what I mean? Like I'll be playing a lot of tracks over here. I'll even be playing Yellow Man. Guys are two-stepping out here, <laughs> Yellow Man and everything like that. And like, it, it makes me happy to see my boys, you know what I mean? Starting to rock yeah. and stuff and whatnot. And yeah to like bring reggae back right yeah 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 that, that that's you know i, I I'm, I'm hoping I'm, I'm waiting for the day that 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 uh that my people can jump back into this thing you know what i mean in in, in some real numbers and so uh so we, we'll see we, we shall see I'm, I'm patiently waiting yeah patiently waiting yeah for sure so one thing that was huge, especially me listening to a lot of OGs, like Cableton's another one of those OGs. And mm -hmm. when I seen that, you guys had done a track with the fucking OG. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. And yeah. I'd even seen, like, one of your posts Um, you had talked about, and this resonated with me, and it was a part of inspiration for me, too. You were talking about being excited, having 500 views, like, on YouTube. And then, mm -hmm. like, at that time, I guess your video had just surpassed 5 million, right? Um, how did that even come to happen? Like, how did that collaboration come about? Man, you know, it, it's one of those things, my, my, uh, it's one of those things, again, where if you don't just do something and just try, try to shoot your shot, then nothing will happen. Yeah. And yeah. so, my, my, we were talking about, um, you know him he was on a, on a short list of, of who we really wanted to, to work with, with with this particular song and um one of the guys in the band was like you know you should just call him just call him and see if they'll pick up the phone call him and see call his manager see if they'll like his number is listed right here like just call him see i'm like man i can't just call caitlin and, and see you know what i mean like it, it yeah. don't work like that you yeah. can't just call this man and so uh and he was like no i got the, the manager's number i got i found the manager's number on is listed online so you know in which i've also learned that that doesn't always like uh, numbers don't always work and numbers aren't always accurate um yeah. especially with it's just this is not always accurate and mm -hmm. so um i was like you know what I'll, i'm gonna give it a shot we, we don't have nothing to lose and so i called uh a lady picked up and i was like hey i'm looking for um you know capitan's manager and she's like oh this, this is me so we started talking a little bit and i'm like you know telling her who we are uh telling my name um I'm, I'm with this band from california and we're huge huge fans of Cableton like you know yeah. I'm just I'm a, just I've been a fan for a long time like you know we don't even know we have no clue what he requires as far as like financially to do a song like we don't know any of the like the you know uh, it's not we're, we're, it wasn't even we didn't even have a manager at the time to reach out like it was just wow. it was just me you know what I mean so it wasn't even like a, at that point we, we was we were so you know to the point where it's like I, it was very unconventional to not have your manager reach out to their manager, you know, to artists of that, you know, caliber. It was literally just me. And so I'm, I'm talking to him. I'm like, you know, so this is who we are. Like, you know, do you think it's possible that, you know, that he would, would uh, is open to doing a feature? So she was like, yeah, you know, anything's possible as long as the, the vibe is right and as long as the things is right and everything cool or whatnot. And so we kind of talking and whatnot, and, and she said, um, she said, well, send me over your 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 stuff and send me over the, the band name and the, and the track and yada yada yada. 
So I'm talking to her, and so she was like, uh, she's looking. So now I can tell that she's looking at the stuff. She's talk, she's like naming out some songs. Like, okay, you got this song and this song. Like, okay, I'm gonna check some of these songs out. And yeah. she said, uh, send me send me the rhythm that you wanna that you you know that you want Kate with and all. So I sent it to her. So we're still talking. I'm sending everything like right right there. Yeah. So I hear her talking. So she, she's talking. She's like, yeah. Um, hold on, hold on. Yo, she's talking in the background over there. And she comes yeah. back. She's like. Yeah, I, th- I think I think he he says he says it sounds good so far. So maybe and I'm like, oh, you're talking to him right now? Like he's right there right now. And so yeah. she 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 was like, yeah. She said, hold on, hold on. So she goes and says something else to him. Yeah, da, da, da. comes back. Yeah. She's like, yeah. So you know, we we, we can see if he, he's gonna charge uh, this much and yada yada yada. And if something you guys can handle and we'll do it. And so we're like, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll make it work. And what? And so you know, in just right there, just happened right there. And so um, over the course of it took a while to get to actually get the 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 verses. Um, so from the that first initial phone call to getting the verse, getting the getting the files kind of emailed back to us was it was some months. It was a uh, you know oh, it was wow. a few months. Yeah, it, it was a few months. Maybe I want to say maybe like a maybe like a four four or five month ordeal total. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe four months. True yard man. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, true yard man thing. You know? And so. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, and I was, I'm telling the guys like, chill, like you know, if, if they say they're gonna do it, let's give them, give them the chance to, to do it. Like you know, time was going by, and yeah, and so um, and then so, like there was a little bit of issue that happened in in between there with some of the with some of the uh, the communication and whatnot, and so we kind of got through a little issue here and there, and then and everything was kind of cool, and then one day she was like, okay, you, you should be receiving the track soon, and uh, I remember. I was I was just driving and I saw the email come through that the, the file was there so I'm like man so I had to pull over and so I had to pull over and I I you know I I I loaded the track up or, or started playing it or whatever through my phone I had my phone connected to to the car so I'm yeah. listening to it in, in the stereo man and from the first from the first like from the first drop from the song boom all right Fire. I was like, oh my God. Like he said our name. Oh my God. Crazy. Man, he said our name. So I was I, I stopped it. I rewinded it like 10 times just like just to hear him <laughs> say the name. So like, yeah. man, he's really saying our name. Like this is crazy. Yeah. So we um so we 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 had, had had asked and sent the money over for for one verse, but he ended up sending two verses. And so after the first verse, I was like, man, like he, he killed it. And then he came back with the second verse. And I was like, oh my gosh, he gave us two verses. Oh my <laughs> gosh, man. Oh, I was so mad. I was, yeah. I was too excited. Yeah. And like in, in my mind, I went back to, to being in college and where my, in my, my room in college, I was, uh, my, my window was right above the front door of the dorm. So as you're walking up to the door, my mind was right above the, the 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 door, and my window was right there. Boom! So I was yeah. I was set my speaker in front of the window, and I would just blast whatever I wanted to play for anybody that's you know anybody that's around. And I used to play the cable same, tonight. Man, I was doing the oh same thing. Oh my gosh, dude! I used to <laughs> I used to play that. Um, yeah. It's who them, oh right? God. Yeah, it's called who oh them. Yeah. yeah. That track is man, wicked. I used to play that song. Oh my god! I used to play that song. Oh my! It's too many times I would play it. Yeah. And so, 
in my in my mind as I'm listening to him, I'm, I'm thinking like, man, this is the same. Like this is the same cable, and this is crazy. Like yeah. this is really like you know. So we continue to, to talk to the manager, and I, at this point, I kind of developed a pretty cool like relationship with the manager, um, older lady, which I had had heard that it's his mom. So I'm not too sure if that's if that's really? completely true or not. I'm not completely yeah. sure if that's true or not, but but um, she's about you know she's she's an older lady. Uh, real nice lady though, no no nonsense type of lady, but still nice still, you know. Yeah. And so um, she was like, "Listen, she said we're gonna be doing a um, we're gonna be doing a show in in Las Vegas, uh, some months down the road. Like, uh, you know, if you want to come down to the show." And I was like, "You know what?" I said, "Actually, we I was we've been meaning to I've been meaning to hit you up because I want to shoot a video. Um, and if if it's possible that while you guys come to Vegas, that we can fly down there, we get to shoot a video with them there." Yeah. So the idea was I can just shoot half the video here in L.A. and I'm going to shoot the other half of uh, the video in Vegas, but I'm going to try to find somewhere where it looks like it could still be in L.A. as well. Mm-hmm. And so so we did have the half, you know, half and half thing. And um, you know, the guy who put the video together made, you know, it, it, it looked like it was all shot in, this, in the same city or whatever. I, I'm finding out right now. I had no yeah. idea. I had <laughs> no idea it was in L.A. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Most yeah. people think it was all L.A., but now we found it. We went to the little yeah. art district uh, down in Vegas. We found a, a little a street corner that looked like, you know, looked like it could be L.A. Yeah. And we shot it kind of like from the ground up. So you can't really see like down the street to can tell that it's not L.A. So he yeah. kind of just shot it in a way where it just looks, you know, it just looks all all together. Dope. And um, he was, I remember going to, to the to the hotel, and she was like, um, she was like, you know, to, to it's time to uh to it was the day before the video shoot, but he had a show that night, so I was going there to bring them some stuff. I told him I would bring them some stuff to the room, some food and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I'm downstairs in the lobby talking to her, and she's like, "You want to go upstairs? You want to go? Want to go see him?" So I'm thinking like, "Do I want to go? Do I want to go see him? Are you, you, are you serious? Ask? Like, like what? you gotta ask, <laughs> man? What?" And so we go upstairs and uh and I was kind of scared. I'm not gonna lie, because you know, Kip, his, oh, his, his his demeanor is so like strong and so like just it's uh, the, you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Like, and so I'm yeah. like, I don't I don't know what he's gonna be like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, and so um we go up to the room and he's sitting on the bed, he's watching, he's watching uh he's watching the game. He, he loves Arsenal, he loves Premier okay. League. And so he's watching Arsenal play. And so he was he was into the game already. And so I'm like, okay, I don't wanna like I don't want to like talk to him too much or whatever the case is. And so mm-hmm. we just sitting there talking and whatnot and I'm talking to, it was him and another one of the guys that was traveling with them. So we're just talking and, and whatnot. And and then we talked about uh, a, a separate issue that was kind of funny. And like that separate issue kind of, uh, that kind of triggered him into the conversation. So now he's like into the conversation. Now we're talking and he ended up being a really nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Super yeah. nice, very like, very helpful, very just, very genuine. He was very, yeah. very genuine. And so while we were still there, she was like, you want to pick out his outfit for, for, for the video tomorrow? I'm like, what? Like, do I want to pick it out? Like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. they, start, they start, man, they start bringing out all these crazy looking outfits that he, that he wears, like with the matching, with the matching uh, turban and the matching shirt and the matching pants and the matching shoes. Like it was all the same silk material. Everything was yeah. silk. And yeah. it was like, it was crazy. Like one half orange and one half blue and like one half, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just. And everything had the shoes to match, and it was man crazy stuff that only Cable can get away with wearing. Yeah. And so I, I picked out his outfit for for the, for the video, and I was like, "Yeah, do do, do the red one, cause I'm a, I'm a, if you do the red, I'm gonna do red too. So we're gonna we're gonna do that with with the red with the red and white theme." And so uh, so we did it. So the next day I came and I picked him up in my car. Like it was it was no no manager type stuff. No like nah, just me and my car going to pick up Capleton from from the hotel. He's riding in my front seat. I'm riding through Vegas with Capleton in my front seat. Like, man, this is crazy. Crazy. 
It's crazy. Man, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was crazy to me, man. Yeah. It was crazy to me. So we drive to, to the video. And even, even the, the, the video, like, it was just, it was my, my buddy, uh, Nate, with uh, with the camera. We didn't have, like, a whole, like, camera crew with the lights and We didn't have none of that stuff. Yeah. It was just my boy, uh, Nate. He's, I don't even know how old Nate is, but Nate looks like he's about 13. He's yeah. a super baby face. <laughs> Nate, if you yeah. look at me, I love you, bro, but you do look young. Man, so I got this, I got my boy, young 13 looking, 13 year old looking white boy with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? With just this one, this one, this one little camera. That's it. Like no lights, no crew. Cableton, man. You know, I'm I'm rolling in, in my car, which you yeah. know, I I didn't have no great, no amazing car at the time. It was it was, it was so <laughs> just it was just real. You know what I mean? That's raw, man. That's but so he didn't raw. he didn't he didn't trip on any of it. You know what I mean? He yeah. was like, you let, let's let's go. Let's, let's, let's go do it. We went to, to the little spot, shot on one corner, went to another spot, shot on another corner. I think went to maybe one more shot spot. It was all like real close to each other. Walked around the corner to this one and we did all, all the shots right then and there. And it was, it was, it was all love. He, he was saying, you know, it, it was just, it was just, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. It was an experience I'll never, ever forget, man. Never forget. Never you understand for me as i'm starting to listen to your stuff and then i think it just shuffled like it just went to a song i'm like yo i look at i look at the artist names on there and i'm like yo what the f these guys did a track okay and then obviously i have to go on youtube then i watch the video and everything like that and i'm just yeah like, yeah it's crazy I, I literally haven't stopped wondering like how it's the hell crazy. did they make that happen it's crazy it's crazy man. i wouldn't even think crazy. you would hard with I'm not saying you wouldn't rock with, but I I just didn't even imagine you would come on the feature nah. like American reggae like, you know. Nah. We, so we, we were nobody. That, huh? Nah, we were dude. We were we were nobodies. Yeah. You know what I mean, like we were nobodies. We still ain't yeah. even really big. You know what I mean? So it's like at that point we was y'all doing your even, thing now, but still uh, we was even, a, man. At that point we was different breed, dude. At that point we was nobody. I'm talking yeah. about nobody. Yeah. But, but she liked, but they like, they like the song. They like the music. And I think that's mm -hmm. what genuinely like, that's what they were genuinely digging was like, okay, I, I can, uh, I can, I can do this. Cause, cause they were actually, gen you know, genuinely digging the music. And to me, that was the biggest, biggest compliment of, of anything. It, you know, it wasn't the, the manager. It wasn't a business deal necessarily. We didn't, we didn't pay them $20,000. And so it was like, no matter what, I'm about to do it. I'm about, like, it wasn't yeah. even that kind of thing. Like it, it yeah. money wasn't just, the money wasn't so amazing that, None of that. It was just. It was just real. You know. It, it, vibe, it was authentic. Man. It was the vibe, man. It's so that vibe. right there, to me, was one of the biggest moves that we've ever been able to make. Was being able to get him on that track and to be able to shoot the video because the video went crazy for us. Like uh, we, we, did, I think it's just past like seven million right now. And I, mm -hmm. I, we, I, I never thought that was. I never saw that in the in the in the cards to begin yeah. with. You know, like I said before, I was excited when we got our first 500 views on, on YouTube. So yeah. seven million, seven million was like, wait a minute, how? Like, how is this even, how, how is this even happening? Man, right now? How? Yeah. yeah. No no, man, that, like, no, no real management, no, like no backing. We had, we did everything. We did everything our own. We had no like full on team for nothing. Yeah. No, no label, no management, no nothing. It was just, yeah. just out there just doing it, booking our own shows. That's you know what the I mean? best things happen, man. Like, honestly, yeah. and like, that's so inspiring even for me as I'm coming up and trying to do the stuff that I'm doing now. And it's like, especially talk about the vibes and like the authenticity of everything. And like, that's how I'm coming with everything here. It's like, even I listen to like my first podcast and everything like that. Like, 
shit hasn't blown up but it's like i know the gems are there like i know mm -hmm. you know what i mean i have the confidence in right what i'm doing i have the confidence in the craft regardless of the numbers and right must have been the same thing for y'all to for you guys to be at the point where without the name yet without the money cable then mm -hmm. sitting there like yeah oh who's these guys yeah, yeah tell them yeah. Say, you know what i mean like yeah yeah oh, and, and and that's and that's what's important because i feel it's hard like so much of success nowadays like built on all the numbers and everything like that but i think with my generation heavily and it I think it's just gonna keep getting worse and worse with the younger and younger mm -hmm. generations. Like it is, we're so number focused and yeah. centered, and it's it's clout and everything. Focus on your craft. Forget right. all the other bullshit. Like right. honestly, like right. focus on your craft and build. Right. Like obviously, at the end of the day, you know if you're trying to make money, numbers have to play at some point. But of course, you can focus on the craft first and focus foremost, on the craft first, day, right? Man. Right, you know? right. Like, of course, that's awesome, man. Of course, yeah. That it, that track, roots, because man, the numbers, the numbers like, will come. The yeah, numbers the numbers, will come. the numbers They'll will come. come for you real. know what I mean? As long as you have something real that, that that's you know to give, something that, that's authentic and something that that's you and something that's that's a, a good product. The numbers they'll take care of themselves sooner or later. Mm -hmm. For real, yeah. man. I appreciate the inspiration, and all that, because it's like I'm inspiring myself. I'm trying to inspire other people at the same time about mm -hmm. that very thing. And then I'm also yeah. drawing inspiration from other places and whatnot. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. And shout out. I want to take a moment like to really shout out all the people who've like reached out to me and everything like that, man. Like all the DMs, like there's been conversations from, you know, the podcast that I dropped that have lasted for days with people who we didn't even really know each other like that and whatnot. And we're having deep mm. conversation over the course of days. And like, honestly, that's a feel for me to keep pushing harder than ever like I love, I love doing this i love the things that come up from it like even the experience being in the moment right now having this conversation yeah. with you have my last conversation with ebena and even the awkwardness of recording to a camera my kobe video by myself i'm, I'm a conversational <laughs> dude it's very very strange just looking at a camera by myself and still having the same energy but like like these are the things i enjoy and these are the things that i love and i think has so much value for myself and for the people involved and you know, I'm trying to bring that and stretch that out to the world. So mm. this is awesome, mm. man. And like to That's hear that up. your story follows a lot of that same path, man. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. That's what's up. That's what's up. So Definitely. we kind of talked before, like you had mentioned, like just going onto the Craigslist and everything like that. But for you at that time, did you know you wanted to do reggae music? Cause especially you talking about like being a hip hop head and like you came up in a time when hip hop was really going through it. Yeah. You came yeah. up in the golden age. Like all the yeah. boys who like fuck with the real, like yeah. they're always like, man, if we could have been like teenager or twenties or something during the nineties. Yeah. 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 So yeah. for you, like when you thought about yourself with music, did you always kind of envision reggae did like, or have you kind of thought about other genres? Like, how did all of that go? Yeah, behind? when I when I was in college, um, I was a part of a, uh, like a, a underground hip hop crew. You know what I mean? Uh, of uh, guys, we all found each other in college, and and mm -hmm. you know a bunch of MCs from all over the place, and mm -hmm. a few, you know a few producers. And so I was on the, the you know producer side, and I was I didn't really know. I didn't have the, the knowledge of all the tech stuff that some of my some of my you know some of the other guys in the in our crew had. Um, I just had an ear for the music, and so I yeah. would try to go and, and learn how to use Fruity Loops here, or learn how to <laughs> use uh, you know these different little things here and there. But 
I, I didn't really, I didn't have a computer on my own. I didn't have equipment on my own. So it was very like, I would only just kind of get in a little bit where I could fit in. And so I was like the, when it comes to our whole like crew of musicians and producers or whatever, I was literally the bottom of the totem pole. Like I was the, if this was the lowest guy, I was still under him. Like I was, I was way, <laughs> I think I only had maybe like three beats total that even made it to anything you know amongst our crew you know yeah. so I, I was i was the i was the you know the low man on, on the boat but um um so that that was my first like taste or intro into doing music and mm-hmm. going to shows with you know we would go travel to like to richmond and to dc and to uh, different places around virginia or whatever for, for music and just just being around that was to me was just super dope you know what i mean yeah. so that that were you guys yeah, performing they, at that time, or you guys were like going to uh, shows to watch? No, no, p- performing, performing. Okay, we, we would go okay. To, we would go to shows to watch too, but also you know doing you know everything from open mic th- uh, things to actually like full on little shows, you know whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, even even had one of the guys w- was from uh, California, so a couple of us came out to California to to for a couple of uh, shows that was out here in L.A. Yeah, um, and so just n- nothing big. You know what I mean? It was yeah. Nothing big, just, 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 just. Uh, like I said before, just the passion. It was the passion for the music, yeah. the passion, just trying to, you know, just trying to do, just trying to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So that's where my first taste of like music came from, mm-hmm. as far as like being a part of, of of anything substantial. Yeah. But um, you know, it, it, but nothing, nothing like this. It was there was nothing to it was nothing like this like that that whole world and that whole scene was a lot different from the scene. Um, but uh, so that that was my first taste in music. And I thought that I would possibly kind of continue going that route only because I never knew and was never anywhere that a live local reggae scene existed. So I just never knew there was even a possibility to to mm-hmm. be in a band and to, to and to kind of go that route. I just didn't I didn't know it was possible. And so, like I said, once I got out here and found that there was a scene, that's when kind of the door opened up. Like, wait a minute, there's way more possibilities out there than yeah. just the underground rap scene. And uh, and even with that scene, like there was just, there was so, man, everybody and their grandma used to rap. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, everybody. Yeah. Everybody had a mixtape. Everybody yeah. had a demo. Everybody had a, you know what I mean? Everybody, mm-hmm. like, it, it, every all of my friends that I grew up with that was aside different from the ones that that I went to you know that I ended up going to college with like all my friends back at home had was was rapping and had you know they're doing little things on you know making songs and kind of every little little crew had their own little crew and that you know everybody yeah. rap I felt like I I felt like I knew about a good thirteen thousand rappers uh, <laughs> throughout my lifetime everybody had the little demos way, it's still that way oh, it's, it's still, still that way. way it's still yeah. that way from cats selling selling that day. The CDs out out the trunk and on the on the corner and out the flea markets and out the whatever like it, it's still vibe. that way, yeah. I, but that, it was it was a dope vibe though. But I yeah. felt like I felt like everybody was doing it, so it was it was really hard to really unless you had like just unless you just had the money and the talent and the 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 luck and the the, the team and the whatever to really push it like you know in 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 that whole ten year twenty year gap of time like. You know, it's uh, there has to be millions around the country of of rappers and rap crews around there that you know that have, that have come and gone. Yeah. And so I kind of knew, I kind of knew like that 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 uh, that that market and that uh, scene was was just 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 overcrowded. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that that was one of the things that kind of kept me from really wanting to just go full force in that scene. Cause it was just like, man, like wh- why? Like I don't even, yeah. I, I, I gotta go find out all the technical stuff to, to even, and then start buying all this equipment to start even, you know, fully making the beats. And by the time I do all that stuff, you know, it was just, it's just, it, I, I didn't see that that was going to be the route to go. So once yeah. I saw this, 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 this reggae scene out here, seeing that there was a thing and seeing that mm-hmm. it wasn't so completely oversaturated with, with people doing it, I was like, okay, this is, and, being that that was my first love anyway, and that's you know I feel like I always always had that, you know that uh, natural talent even you know coming from my pops, mm-hmm. that I'm like man if these if these cats can do it, man they they have never even seen Jamaica before like I know I can do it like nah you yeah. can't tell me nah you can't tell me that that I I can't get a piece of this and this is my heritage like nah yeah. nah nah you you can't tell me that yeah. and so uh, so that that's how I kind of steered to the. Uh, to the, to the reggae thing was was you know just being in LA and realizing that 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 you know there's something out here you know mm-hmm. that, that's how it happened. That's dope, man. That's dope. And that's cool that you was part of that whole like hip hop scene too. Like at one point, yeah, whatnot, the whole man. backpack scene and yeah, the, yeah, dude, all all of that, man. We used to hit up so many uh, so many open mics and rap battles and freestyle battles and too, man, yeah. all over the place, all over from yeah, DC man. down to Atlanta to LA. Yeah, now the culture and, and obviously like I'm a young cat. I'm only born in '97. Like I'm young, right? Mm. But I just have such a love and everything like for that era. And it's something I had to kind of process after the fact and educate myself and like talking to OGs and everything like that. But man, the culture was like live and well. It definitely took a little dip. It was, it was early popping. 2000s, yeah. but yeah, yeah, nah, it, yeah. it was live yeah. and popping. I still remember being like a young cat and like. You know, it's like shout out five and ten. We have a spot called Grannies, and like all the Jamaican OGs and whatnot be selling mixtapes out of their DVDs out of the trunk. You know what I mean? Like I miss out. I miss that whole culture, man. Hey, boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're just walking. You already know I don't got money. Why are you trying to talk to me? Like, <laughs> but you know, I miss that whole vibe, man. The yeah. culture was something. The culture. Was yeah, something. It, it 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 really was, man. It, it was special. Mm-hmm. It was special. It was. It was mm-hmm. before. Like when we was doing it, it was way before the, the the internet was booming. You know what I mean? And so it was it was really like a hand to hand grind. And like if you're you only know about these other cats over here, if you actually go to this to these other cities and these other places, like you know what I mean? It, now anybody can put something on SoundCloud or on YouTube, or whatever, and you know be seen all over the place. But back then, yeah, everybody was was just hustling their, their local scenes, trying to make it happen. And so with so many people hustling, trying to make it happen in their own local scenes, like to kind of kind of stick up out of that you know and that it was and breakthrough was extremely extremely hard back then way harder than it is now way way harder way harder way harder and 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 that's where you gotta give a lot of props you know to like the older heads who really a lot of the forefathers everything because the hustle that these guys were on was not a joke you know what i mean like these guys were just jumping in yo i'm rapping this whatever and like i feel I don't want to be that that one bashing the new age or anything like that. I want to be the one bashing the new age or anything like that. But there's a certain appreciation of everything that I feel like my generation doesn't really have because now shit's so fucking easy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's way, it's way different. It's way different, right? And it's, way now different. it's so easy. People don't really care. Some people are dropping tracks. They don't really care about the track that they're dropping. They don't care. You know what I mean? It's just everything's just kind of whatever now you know and like 
Yeah. Listen to music, not to bash. I'd definitely be turning up to all the new stuff and everything like that too. But and I mean, I don't know. Everything had more substance to it back then. Like even even if they weren't necessarily speaking on some serious stuff, it's like even the energy that they were coming with. Energy, like energy was way different. Ener that that energy. I didn't mean to cut you off, but that energy piece, like that's. Uh, I think that's one thing that that is a huge. Uh, factor that separates the two because before you know you, you had to really like you really had to battle you really had to like like you had to battle to be able to 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 get anywhere and to do anything and to make any kind of name for yourself you couldn't yeah. just throw whatever on 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 a soundcloud and just let it kind of just go out there and do its thing where you don't have to even have to like really even show yourself or show that you no nah, i'm talking about you yeah. have to go and like now you have to battle this guy not even battling him, you have to battle him and his crew like face to face, and y'all like face to face, face to yeah. face. And if you whack, then then everybody's gonna gonna let you know that you whack like that. Back, yeah, that whole like that whole piece and that 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 battle mentality and that battle aspect of of the game is just is so different. And mm -hmm. without having that now, I feel like it's created. Um, it's just you know and, and just like any other type of music everything evolves so i get that and i get the evolution of music and i get yeah. that but just when it comes to like bro if you don't have the talent to back up when you don't if you don't have the talent and the delivery and the, and the poise and the the character and all these different aspects together to really like you know to really go at somebody and, and like be a lion and, and rip somebody's head off with this yeah if, 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 without having that nowadays it's just kind of like eh. a, yeah exactly eh. <laughs> exactly and there's so much people who speak on it too like there's so many different layers because one thing i feel like now it's like what's kind of unfortunate to see because <clears throat> hip-hop started and i'm not going to go on a huge huge thing. i'm sure i'll make another video about all this stuff but like hip-hop yeah. started as like a form of expression like for the people yeah. by our people you know what i mean like now it's kind of yeah. like it's like a business venture you know what i mean people yeah. come up, yeah i can yeah. make some money rapping you know what i mean whereas before people kind of stumbled into money through rap. You know what yeah. I mean? The way you kind of stumbled mm -hmm. into your situation with Arise Roots, it's like, right. oh, I got a love for this. Like, it's important, this, that, the other. Mm -hmm. um, and they've taken things forward and they stumble into all the opportunity and everything like mm -hmm. that. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas nowadays, people are seeing, okay, yeah, I have opportunity. I can make some money. I can do this. I can do that. Mm -hmm. It once again speaks to the removal of the the passion and the seriousness mm -hmm. and everything like that. And like mm -hmm. I miss like Kiros one talks in one try. He's talking about like when Whack MCs used to get thrown off stage. Like you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like man, like yeah. it used to be like if you wanted to rap, like it was a bold move to really put your foot out there and be like, oh, That's it was it was me. it was yeah. it was very bold. I remember being in so many situations where it's like, ooh, it's about it's about to go down right now. Yeah, like it's, it's like I can't believe this dude is really getting like I've seen people literally almost getting thrown off stage. I've seen people <laughs> where I've seen people where they they come with with their people and they videotape or something and they be so they be so whack that now I've seen somebody like take the video camera like smash the video camera because yeah. their crew and they whatever wasn't coming with you know what I mean. So it's like yeah. you you had to have such a, it's just it's just it's just so different. It's just yeah. so different, and, and I don't want to yeah. knock. I don't want to knock anybody, but it's 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 um, it's just different. There, there, there's a, there's a lot that's, there's a lot that's missing. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot that's missing. Well, Sean, you there's know. still a few guys that are still carrying the torch, and like I said, we, like we definitely can appreciate a lot of things evolve and whatnot. But yeah, I, I definitely do miss the hunger and the mm -hmm. 
Really, mm -hmm. I I think it really comes down to the hunger of it all. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, like it's mm -hmm. a very non. In a lot of ways, it could be a nonchalant genre. And of course, there's people that are starting to bring it back and keep the spirit alive right. and whatnot. But no, it's, 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 it's and, and it's easy and it's easy to be nonchalant when you can just put it on the computer and just let the computer do the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's if you don't have to go out there and put feet to pavement and really make the work happen for yourself, then it's, it's, it, the grind becomes different. It's a different kind of grind. grind you know, the computer's yeah. doing a lot of work that your feet used to be able to do. Yeah. So when that's not when that doesn't take place anymore, then you know it just uh, it's just it. I don't want to say it necessarily waters it down per se because there's still talent out there. There's still the talent, yeah. like people are still talented. It's just it just makes the whole scene a different kind of scene. And there are there are some goods that are that come along with with what's happening now. You know what I mean? But um, mm -hmm. but it's just different. You know, like if if, if if you're used to kind of growing up or seeing one thing and then you see something different now, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, it's just, it's just different. You yeah, know? yeah. It's just, just different. It's just different. I, I, sent, I sent you a message. Did, did you see it? Did you happen to see it? Did yeah, you? yeah, I got it. Okay, I right, got cool. it. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. yeah. Yeah, but, um, um, so, but, but that was it. That, that was my, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that was, yeah. you know, I, I did at one point think that the hip hop route was going to be the route where I was able to kind of enter music through um, until I realized that it just wasn't, it wasn't the one yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't one for me. Yeah, you made it all work out though. You made it all work out. I'm trying, um, still trying. Hey man, hey man, you got my attention, man. You got my <laughs> attention, and the people I've shown your music to, everybody's been rocking with it so far. So that's what I appreciate. And we're that. one of hundreds of thousands. So I, I appreciate that. For sure. Appreciate that. Definitely. Um, kind of wrapping wrapping things up. I kind of want to touch on. I don't know if I want to do albums. Hmm. All right, let's let's do albums. Let's do albums. All right. I want to know your favorite. It doesn't have to be necessarily your top, top, top of all time, but mm -hmm. just whatever comes to mind, like mm -hmm. your top five albums. Let's go outside of reggae music, and then okay. top three artists within reggae. Okay. And then new. Okay. Okay. Um, albums for me, uh, like Water for Chocolate by Common was one of my all-time favorite albums. Um, I absolutely just, I just loved it. And I, I think one of the things for me that was so special about that album is that it dropped when I was in college and my roommate was from Chicago. And so he, I, I was already kind of digging Common before, but he like, we would, he would go to sleep with the album playing. And so some of those bass lines to me that are on the album are just still like I, I sing those bass lines all the time, you know what I mean? And so it's just it's it's just one of those albums that personally to me is just it just sticks out. It'll forever stick out. Yeah. Um so like Water for Chocolate, that's definitely one. Um to me, um the uh AT Aliens by Outcast was yeah. is was one of my one of my all time favorite albums. Yeah. Um I grew up in Atlanta and so for me that okay. that was that was one of the albums that just when it first came out, it was just like, man, what is this? This was, it just, it blew me, it blew me away. Um, so that's one. Uh, Reasonable Doubt is one of my favorite albums. Yeah. Um, too. Yeah, like that is, is, there's just, it's, 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 you, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. Um, you said outside of reggae, so I'm, I'm going to try to go a little bit outside of even hip hop right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so some other albums that I absolutely love. Um, one is uh, Fleetwood Mac. I love okay. the Rumors album by Fleetwood Mac. I think that's is a, that, an, is that the one that has the song Dreams on there. I believe so. 
Yeah, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, I believe just so. Got hip to Fleetwood Mac, like. Oh, I love that Fleetwood was in Mac, man. 2019 or something like that. Yeah. Oh man, I went to go see them uh, in 2000, either 18 or 19, and uh, man, blew me away. They're, Energy they're, is still powerful. Oh, ever, dude, they, they're 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 amazing. They're absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, and then for me also, um, I would have to go with. Uh, I have to go with Sade, uh, the album that had um, the album that had uh, uh, No Ordinary Love, yeah, uh, Kiss that, of Life. That, that album yeah. goes crazy. That album is, is that album is still so amazing to me. Yeah, Sade amazing. Is different, a different yeah. Movie, man. That album, yeah, that's she is. the only album I I've really gone through and explored like that. But mm -hmm. there's no skipping for me. There's I no skipping. It's so no oh skip. man, it's so it's so good. It's yeah. so good, man. It's so yeah. good. Uh, when it comes to reggae, um, there's an album by Midnight called uh, Unpolished. An unpolished album by Midnight is, is, to me, one of the best reggae albums ever created. It's mm -hmm. absolutely just, it's it's deep roots, and it's just, oh, it's so good. It's just yeah. it's so good. It's so good. I'm going to have to do um, research on that one. Yeah, Midnight. Unpolished. That album is ridiculous. Um, another one is uh, the Gladiators. Um, Sweet Sotil album is is uh, the Gladiators to me are just they're amazing to me. They're they're oh, the quintessential, the quintessential old school uh, three part harmony reggae band to me is the, yeah. the Gladiators. I think their the songwriting, the melodies, just is just amazing, absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. Um, and I have to go with, um, I, I can't, I can't, I can't split or go with one of these guys over the other. So I'm gonna have to put them together. Uh, yeah. So I'll say um, uh, Sizzler's album, um, Black Mom, Black Mother and Child album, yeah, and then uh, Bujibantan uh, Till Shiloh album. Those, yeah. those round out uh, my, uh, my, my top reggae albums. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Buju. Yeah. We were to go, you know, we were in Jamaica. We were in Jamaica two years ago when he did his first show in Jamaica. Did, did he get to locked go? up at the um yeah, he, he it was a show in um at the Sunfest festival in uh, in Montego Bay. Yeah. And uh oh my gosh, it was absolutely <laughs> first of all, we thought we were gonna be getting there late because we got there around like nine. <laughs> Little did I know that Jamaicans <laughs> don't party like that. So nah. the concert, the concert started at like the concert might have started at like maybe six or seven. And then Buju didn't touch the stage until I think maybe like maybe five in the morning. <laughs> it, it, it was he was he was performing as the sun is coming up. Like I'm thinking like, <laughs> man, Jamaicans like oh my gosh, <laughs> they didn't the party didn't really even start until around maybe like eleven. You know what I mean, yeah. and, and uh, do they all all night, all night? Yeah. And Buju was just he 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 he's, he was a killer, yeah, absolute killer. Yeah, I had family absolute. went out to that concert, and everybody was just like, man, like yeah. that 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 concert was. People aren't forgetting that. People nah. aren't forgetting that. No matter uh -huh. how many years go by, like that was an experience. I feel like to a level, I was there. Just hearing mm -hmm. stories and then even watching like the YouTube videos, and you could you you could you could see the energy on the video. It was something different. Was mm, something different. Yeah, it, it was it was unbelievable, 
unbelievable. Mm. And then, yeah. And then for your for your three new, new school reggae. New school reggae. Um, the last the last protege album was to me was was super dope. That last last one was was killer. Um, so I'll say his. Um, I really was was digging. Um, hmm. Archangel. There's there's a there's a, a Guyanese artist named Archangel that was uh his his this last album that he just came out with was was dope. But the one he had before that one to me was just absolutely just murderous, yeah. murderous. So that the the second to last. Uh, for my last one, I would have to say, um, Mortimer. The Mortimer. No, I I I'll split that half and half. Mortimer and uh, and Samurai Eye, the Black Gold album by Samurai Eye. Those two were absolute fire. Yeah. Mortimer, if if you if you type him in, his his big song, you might you might recognize it, um, because his his big song is, is pretty big. But uh, Mortimer and Samurai Eye, those that's that combo. I'll, I'll put two two in one right there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's dope, yeah, man. Definitely. You gave me some albums, some research to go and dig into. Definitely new to oh, the yeah, you got American to. reggae you got scene. To. I'm rocking with what's going on, man. I'm rocking with what's going on. And there, there is yeah, it's, some, it's cool. There is some that blend a little, I feel, too far with rock for my taste and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Like, there's one group that I'm seeing. These guys are huge. Like, I was just Googling some stuff. Um, Revolution, I think it is. I've only heard. I've only heard oh, yeah, they're huge. They're huge, huge. I've only heard a couple of songs, but huge. one song I... I'm really rocking with one song. It was good, but it didn't. I don't know. There's something more when you have more of the core of reggae to the music that it it touches my soul more and whatnot. Yeah, and I definitely have a lot more. It, hit, it hits different. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 huge, mm -hmm. huge. It's crazy how big they are. Yeah, but it, but it's good. Like I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that that there are bands in this scene that are really. Um, that are that big because it just it just makes it, you know, it, it keeps the door open for for uh, you know for ones like us. So you know, I, I I appreciate their growth and their size. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. The pie can grow for everybody. We, 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 slice, right? For everybody. Yeah. You know I mean? For everybody. And even yeah. even even with them, like we we were able to to feature their lead singer on our on our last album, and so oh, really? um, you know, it, yeah, and so it, it's it's cool like even being connected to like a revolution, you know what I mean? Or connected to, you know, to these different ones. Like it's, it's, it's cool, man. It's, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very, I feel very blessed to be able to even to, to be, to, you know, to be able to link with some of these guys, you know? Mm. So I'll take it. I'll take it. That's been awesome. Definitely. I want to thank you so much for your time. Honestly, this was a dope conversation. And like, once again, even like the way that it happened and everything like that, I'm internally grateful for it. And it's, I love these moments. I always, my saying, I'm always saying, like, you can't make this stuff up because there's just so many, yeah, yes, that's so right. many you can't. moments and opportunities in life. Like, <laughs> this, if I told you the story, if you didn't know, like, you wouldn't believe me, but you know, what I mean? is, that's, that's how the world works, man. That's how the world works. Real. That's true. It's so yeah. true, man. So true. I'm, I'm great. I'm grateful as well. I, 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 I value any and every opportunity that I can to, to link 
with uh, to link with people, with like-minded people, and with people who are doing something and and, and trying to create something. So is is mm-hmm. the the, ple- the pleasure is definitely all mine. Much definitely. love, my brother. Much love. Definitely. Thank you guys for all tuning in to another episode of Strong Roots Strong Roots Lawn Branches with the Durac Scholar. Um, for everybody checking this out on YouTube, wherever the case may be, I'll attach links um to Kareem's band's music, Arise Roots, um, and also to some Instagrams and everything like that. So. I'd like to thank all you guys for tuning in.